Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 16 on the Colors of Beauty and Business Talk Radio, where you can tune in every Friday at 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on WEXP 88.3 at blogtalkradio.com. My name is Raina Carton, and I'm your host for this show tonight. I hope you all had a wonderful Friday and are getting ready for this weekend. I know it's been beautiful over here in the West Coast, but for the past couple of days, it did kind of rain, so it's been a hit and miss. But I know we're going to get back to that nice, sunny West Coast weather because, like, it's already, what, May? It's, like, late in the game now. The sun needs to continue to do its thing. So brace yourself, people. You know, enjoy this fine weather up in the West Coast here. Let's start out giving a shout-out to our Eon experience for having us here tonight. And our sponsor Eon H2O Water as well. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys. A quick review about what you can expect from the show is a full transparency in the life of an entrepreneur, the good and the challenges of an entrepreneur, being a woman entrepreneur and how not to get burnt out and stay healthy, the importance of your mindset and how to cultivate it, the importance of different skills and the energy that you need and how to correlate them when you're an entrepreneurial journey. A guide for the aspiring entrepreneur on critical tools to build and grow your business and the importance of social media and all the questions and answers that no one tells you about that we're going crazy looking on the Internet. Tonight's show will be on the topic of five strategies to guard your mental health from the challenges of an entrepreneurship. So the reason I have chosen this topic today is because I had read an article on mental health and entrepreneurs, and they were saying that the it is a higher risk for an entrepreneur to get depressed um, on the entrepreneurial journey, and and the the rate was something like over sixty percent of entrepreneurs um, get depressed. Um, through um, their journey and are so stressed out that, you know, it it creates a mental um, disorder for them. And so I was like, wow, that just kind of, you know, triggered some stuff, you know. I was just like, that's that's crazy to me. So I wanted to talk about some strategies um, on how entrepreneurs can beat depression um, and guard their mental health, you know, with, you know, being an entrepreneur with, on their entrepreneurial journey. And I truly and firmly believe being a successful entrepreneur is not easy, and we all can attest to that. It requires a clear head, a big heart, and above all, a strong stomach. And let's face it, we have to have love for that. You know, we have to have our pa- passion. An entrepreneur's daily life is fought with all kinds of demands and stressors, the collective impact of which can drain their motivation, shake down their confidence, kill their momentum. I mean, the list goes on. 
And if you're an entrepreneur, you already know how easy it is to drive yourself crazy. Me, because believe me, I drive myself crazy every single day. I'm having to juggle multiple roles, multiple hats, tending to millions of tasks, while while all at the same time trying to deal with the scrutiny and the daily basis of, you know, of just being on my journey, you know, like all these crazy tasks, you know, all these 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 moments that I have, um, these risks that I needed to be taking, you know. And and believe me, that's an, that sometimes can be a recipe for misery if not balanced in life as an entrepreneur. So you have to know how to balance your entrepreneurial journey. And entrepreneurs live in a zone of the unknown, okay? I mean, let's just put that out there. And we're unable to predict when and where and how and and and, and um, these ideas will will get this motivation or where they'll come in and or you know how we're going to pick them up you know or turn them into a substantial business for us okay and so we're we live in the zone of the unknown and we're unpredictable you know we're not able to predict all these crazy things and all these crazy creative thoughts and ideas that we have right to become a, a sustainable business and so we have to, and I find that a lot of us entrepreneurs, you know, um, constantly test and question the value of what we have to offer. And that becomes a regular, and it can, and, and it can consume. You know, we, we're, we're, we're consumed with all this on a regular basis. And we become regular consumers of negative feedback, okay, um, even though, you know, we try to, to, to not listen to it, but we do. Let's just keep it real. And in the life of an entrepreneur, life and even in small failures, you know, come through, right? And, and and we start thinking about that. So, like, things, for example, like, you know, the funding didn't come through, uh, potential clients didn't call back, potential clients didn't, you know, pay their, their, their bill, or um, the article didn't get published or my book didn't get published. I mean, the list goes on, you know, the, the focus. Or you know my team, um, my my team meeting didn't go through the way I anticipated it. Or my concept, you know, got rejected. The family trip, you know, got canceled because of lack of funds, etc. And so that 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 becomes a regular, um, you know, consumption for us, right? When all these things like start, you know, hitting us, you know, and they're it's like you know they're throwing wrenches at our lives and stuff, right? And we're trying to duck here, but that's the reality. And yes, failure is an you know a, a very important part of success. Okay, I mean you hear it all the time. Successful people say it so, failing people say so, um, gurus say so, inspirational quotes quote, say so, and but dealing with the mistakes, complaints, and rejections on a regular basis could even, if not make the strongest self-esteem crumble. Okay especially when that self-esteem becomes synonymous with being successful. Um, and so entrepreneurs make a huge emotional investment on their ideas. Um, I know I, I speak it, you know, from experience and, you know, for myself. You know, we become one of, you know, or many of our ideas become our concepts, you know, our services, you know, our, our gadgets, you know, our products, um, the business becomes our identity, 
okay? And any loss of failure is no longer just about time and money, but it's about our self-worth, right? And I know a lot of you guys can resonate with this. And that kind of investment can be very, it's like, it can be a slippery slope, okay? I mean, man, I remember starting my business. It was crazy. Like, all this stuff. I can, re- I can relate to this. And so it can take a serious toll on your mental health, and that's why it's so important. And I remember, my, you know, a lot of my mentors that, and, and, and my queens, that I, you know, that I surround myself with, you know, Dr. Monica Vickerstaff, Miss Alicia Houston, Miss Tracy, um, you know, um, Constance, like a lot of my girls, a lot of my, my, my Kim, and a lot of my queens that I surround myself with, you know, have always basically told me, you know, you have to be absolutely, your mind has to be strong. Your mind has to be healthy. Um, and, and, and make sure that you constantly take care of your mind because it is a demandful thing when, when you're an entrepreneur. Okay, because we take this investment of becoming an entrepreneur and, and creating this business, but not really thinking and talking about the ugly. And this is why we created the show of the colors of beauty and business, because there's a spectrum of different colors when it comes to becoming an entrepreneur and, and going through that journey that no one talks about, right? And so this investment of becoming an entrepreneur can become a very, very slippery slope very fast. And it can take a serious toll on your mental health. In fact, research shows that there are several mental issues on which entrepreneurs are prone to. Some of them include depression, anxiety, um, bipolar disorder, attention deficit, um, hyperactivity disorder, even obsessive compulsive disorder. And no one talks about that, okay? And so what can we do to prevent these little failures, these um on these multiple demands, on the relentless um, thinking and uh, scrutiny and making big dents in your sanity, right? What will keep us entrepreneurs focused, productive, and immune to this emotional distress? Okay? So I'm going to give you guys five tips on what to do and how to tackle this, okay? Take care of your body, number one. The mind-body connection is strong and reciprocal. Your physical state affects your psychological state, and your own thoughts and emotions can have an impact on your physical well-being. We know that. I know that firsthand. Okay? I wasn't feeling too good um, not too long ago, and I had to take my butt to the doctor, and I ended up finding out that I was stressing so much. I wasn't eating correctly. And even though I was trying to eat correctly, but because I was going on this, keto diet, but it's not for everybody. It wasn't for me, but I was trying to, you know, eat healthy and it just, you know, with how my, my, my little body is here, it was not, um, actually going to pick that, that, that lifestyle or, or the diet that I, I chose. So now what I do is I just eat healthy and, and I'm just trying to watch what I eat, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, okay? Anyways, going back, your physical well-being and, and your own thoughts, you know, like they, they do, they give you that, you know, you have an impact on your physical well-being, right? 
because your mind-body connects to everything and reciprocates. So analogy, when you have a nasty cold, you feel unmotivated, distracted, and irritable. Your aligning body is dragging down your mood. And in a similar manner, when you are worried about making a payroll at the end of the month, you may start getting severe tension headaches at the end of the month, right? So taking care of your body is the first line of defense against any emotional distress. Here are some things that you could do first and foremost. You need to go get a physical, okay? Go get a physical. Make that doctor's appointment. Know your numbers. Make sure that all your hardware is working properly because if your body is not healthy, then how can you cycle your glitches? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, can you kind of have to think about it like a little computer, you know, like your little robot, okay? You have to fix all your glitches in your software to make your hard work work, you know, your hardware work, okay? And your hardware is your body, okay? Your little computer, your little robot. Um, and this is a significant overlap between emotional and physical symptoms. For example, feeling sad can be symptoms of depression or a symptom of malfunctioning thyroid, not sleeping well could be a symptom of insomnia, a symptom of uh, sleep apnea. Um, and you have to, like, that's why you have to go and, and get a physical, physical because you have to let your physician decide if your problems are a psychological in nature instead of drawing a conclusion on your own, like I was. But being misdiagnosed is a huge risk because it means being mistreated, right? Let's just call it what it is. If you're feeling panicky, it's better to have your heart checked first than to take, you know, something else to calm yourself down, right? And I'm going to tell you, that's exactly what was happening with me. I was having some heart palpitations, and I didn't like it, and I thought I was tripping. Um, but the doctor's like, no, here, we're going we're gonna to do all these tests on you, young lady, because, you know, um, this isn't normal. So, guys, go get a Go get a physical, okay? Um, take care of your body, number one. Next, be aware of how your body reacts emotionally to what it needs or what it goes into, okay? Dehydration can make you feel sleepy, tired, and unmotivated. Hunger can make you feel cranky and agitated. Too much sugar can make you feel depressed and anxious. And a lot of medications, prescriptions, over-the-counter, and recreational drugs have a strong impact on your brain and how you think, okay? They can slow you down on thinking, give you mood swings, and make you paranoid. People, I'm telling you. And finally, the physically, like, you have to get physically out there. You have to be physically active. Exercise is a preventative measure for a lot of physical problems, okay? But it also gives you a, a, a mood, a, a jolt. It clears your head. It sharpens your thinking ability, okay? Um, it it, it kind of gets you that laser focus. Like, you know, when I was feeling kind of stressed, you know, I just, I just went on a run. And even though it wasn't a three-mile run, but it was a little one-minute, you know, one-mile, not one-minute, one-mile run, I felt good. When I get, when I feel like I, I just need to just, um stress, I need to go run. And it goes like just, I always, you know, I always say that the only thing that you can do is to go let out your stress is go punch some aggression on the weights. 
or a boxing bag or something. But that's how you can literally legally do something, hit something, and not, you know, catch a case. Okay. So, guys, go and be physically active. Exercise. You know, have going for a walk for 30 minutes is great for your heart. You know, again, it clears your head. It sharpens your thinking ability. This is why it's so important to be flexible with your exercise and options to broaden your definition of physical activity. Two, number two, learn to read your emotions. Reading other people's facial expressions and knowing whether they are happy to see us or bored to death with our jokes is just a good skill. If you want to have a social life, but while most people are pretty good at detecting, detecting emotions like happiness, uh, happiness, sadness, anger, fear, surprise, and disgust in other people, they neglect their own feelings, okay? They don't know what their own feelings mean, where they're coming from, how to leverage them in, into their, you know, and to correlate them with their advantage or disadvantage, okay? Emotions are such a complicated entity that even psychologists have a hard time explaining them. Um, I was once following a, a discussion um, in a group geared towards psychologists and other mental health professionals. I have a lot of people that I know um, that are studying this, including my son. And someone posed a question on how do, would you define emotions? Hundreds of answers flooded. I remember um, our our group discussion, you know, um, but no one, no one had like two answers that were the same or even alike. But some of them caught my eye. So here are some three facts about emotions that you need to know. Everyone has emotions. Everyone. There's not one single person on this planet that does not have an emotion. Okay. They're a part of our biology. Okay. Not having emotions is a sign of very serious, I believe, serious, very serious brain damage. Okay. Emotions are involved in all of our decisions and actions. They have such a much bigger influence on how we run our lives than what we give them credit for. Okay. And emotions are a sign of how close and how far we are from accomplishing a goal. The benefit in analyzing an emotion is that it helps you realign your actions to make them more consistent with your goals. Okay? Now, let me say that one more time. Emotions are a sign of how close or how far we are from accomplishing a goal. The benefit of analyzing an emotion is that it helps you realign your actions to make them more consistent with your goals. So, Learn how to read your emotions, people, okay? Check, number three, check what you tell yourself, okay? Self-talk is about a, a sub-vocal speech you use to operate day-to-day. It is a silent and sometimes not-so-silent um, voice that you have, right? And this kind of keeps yourself in check, Right? And how do you make these decisions on how you make your decisions, on how you make your actions, on how you judge your ability to generate outcomes, right? When you talk to yourself. If you feed your brain with messages about how incompetent you feel, how negative you feel, how worthless your ideas are, 
how no one cares about what you have to say, how impossible it is to create the life that you want, then that's how you will operate subconsciously, okay? Think about the powerful messages, both positive and negative, you heard from other people and strong influences they had in your life, an impact on your life. Whether it was a teacher praising you about a talent or a classmate bullying you about a shortcoming, those messages could have a lasting effect on so many levels. Oof. And many of us, of the choice, choices that we make affects us like that. Imagine how much more of a lasting effect you could have on yourself regularly if you had to check yourself on a self-talk on a positive level, right? I constantly give, I'm working with a client right now, and she had hired me to to um, help her think positively, okay, to change the way she thinks. And in the four weeks that we have been working together, this woman has completely changed. I mean, there is the girl walks more confident. She thinks more positive again because she's feeding herself with these self-talk, sub-vocational, you know, speeches, right? And and she's generating all that energy and she's checking herself. Track what you tell yourself about yourself every morning. Give it 14 days and I'm telling you you will start pulling in that energy, being consistent. Like, I'm telling you, it doesn't stop, okay? What you say to yourself about yourself, about the world, about the future, what words you do to, you know, what you choose, the words to use, the tone of voice, how does the way you talk about yourself make you feel? How much of that do you really believe Clean up your self-talk, people. Be courteous, kind, supportive to yourself. Talk to yourself the same way you talk to the person close to you by going through a rough time. Remain objective if you're not styled to pump up yourself or act as if, um, you know, you don't want to do it or you don't believe in yourself. You need to start believing in yourself. The universe will make it happen. I'm telling you, and nothing happens in a terrible economy. Okay, there are many better ways to express your odds and and your assets and to yourself and aligning and grabbing that energy if you're just believing in yourself. Put things in perspective, change that prescription that comes out of your lens. Think in terms of progress. How far along are you? How much more do you know today than yesterday? You know, has your vision become clearer? You, you know what I'm talking about? Like, that's what I'm, that's the type of, 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 of clean up your self-talk. You know, turn your negative statements into action questions. Like, translate them, um, you know, into something that, you, you know, that you can correlate with them. You know what I'm saying? If you're thinking something negative, boom, cancel that out and think of something positive. Clean up your self-talk. Connect with others, number four. The stress and isolation that marks your entrepreneur's life can easily turn into serious emotional distress, people. 
It is easy to neglect your need for social contact when you are so immersed in your business. Social support is one of the most effective buffers against depression and anxiety. When you have people in your life who understand you and respect you, and by all regards have the best regards on you, and in highest regards, and who to trust to, I mean, with that crowd, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the people that you need to trust. You have a strong antibiotic against mental illness at that point. Surround yourself with social support. There are millions of ways to connect with others. There are traditional ways of spending time with other people face-to-face, up close and personal. It doesn't have to happen naturally. Take the time to plan an activity with a family or friend. Do the things that are different from you, from, you know, your regular day-to-day tasks. Avoid talking about work as possible, please. Go for an ice cream. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Go to the gym. Shoot, go get your nails did, your hair did. Guys, me too. Your feet, it's summertime. And keep in mind that spending time with clients is not a means of social support. Guys, get that out of your head. No. Okay? Again, let me say that one more time. Keep in mind that spending time with clients is not a means of social support. In addition to traditional ways that technology and social networks enable us to connect us with as many people as we want, as often as we want, regardless of how they live, right? You can join professional communities, social groups, and even virtual lifestyles. To prevent social support from becoming social comparison, remind yourself that people on social media share um, most of a disproportionate amount of positive experiences, okay? They tend to mention victories more often than they mention struggles, people. Let's just say it, okay? If you start feeling that you are falling behind other people, remind yourself that everyone has skeletons in their closet and that no one's perfect and that you are not the only one who is not on top of your game right now or the world, okay? It's just, okay, because everybody has problems, okay? And number five, seek professional help. We all want to solve our problems on our own, and most of the time we can. Sometimes, however, and for various reasons, are informed, we give our own self-diagnosis, okay, um, and are informed and if we talk to other people, you know, they inform us about other things, you know, but seek professional help because, you know, these professionals are the ones that study that mental health on a professional level. And it's absolutely necessary. It's like if you can't fall asleep at night because your head is teeming uh, or hurting or, you know, just with worrying thoughts, about the future of your business, if you can't get out of bed in the morning because you don't feel ready or able to deal with the world, if you can't get any work done, if you miss deadlines, if you have to apologize for a lot of not being on top of things, and definitely if you start thinking of the world will be a better place without you in it, it may be time to pick up the phone and call a professional for help because that is part of depression. That is spiraling at that point. Seeing a therapist doesn't mean that you are too weak or have lost your marbles. People, this is, oh, I can't stand when they have this, they're just a stigma to, like, just a different outlook. Like, people, like, have this outlook on people that see therapists, you know, that are, they're, they're weak, that they've, they've lost it. 
and that is so such a misconception. There are so many benefits of working with a therapist, even when you don't feel like you have reached that end of your rope. Learning how to, you're learning some of these coping skills, understanding your self worth, understanding yourself better, and finding someone who whom can share your craziest ideas without worrying about judgment is an invaluable gift that most therapists are well equipped to offer you. Okay. And believe me, I have people lined up that I have hired and that I've had talked to and I've have, you know, gone to these seminars because it is a coping skill. It is a coping skill. So guys, these are just some of the things that I want to share with you today. I hope they have helped you. Five strategies to beat depression and stress as an entrepreneur, to guard your mental health from challenges of entrepreneurship. And so we are getting ready to close out the show. I want to say thank you for everybody for joining the Code of Beauty and Business tonight. And stay tuned for many more topics on the full transparency of the life of an entrepreneur and upcoming guests. With your host, Serena Cartel, on the College of Beauty and Business, thank you and good night and be safe and have a great weekend. Bye-bye.